Hello and welcome back to another episode of TMT Insurance Talks. I'm your host, Sarah, and today we have an incredibly important topic to cover that affects millions of Americans, the individual mandate. You've probably heard the term before, but do you truly understand what it means, and more importantly, how it impacts you, your family, and your finances? In today's episode, we're going to break it down for you, step by step, and help you navigate this crucial aspect of healthcare coverage. Welcome to our comprehensive exploration of one of the most pivotal and controversial elements of the Affordable Care Act, ACA, commonly known as Obamacare, the individual mandate. This provision has been at the forefront of American healthcare discussions for years, sparking debates, shaping policy changes, and directly affecting millions of U.S. citizens. In this blog post, we'll dissect what the individual mandate is, its financial implications, how it varies from state to state, and what the public thinks about it. We'll also contrast it with Obamacare's employer mandate to give you a well-rounded understanding of its role in the U.S. healthcare system. 1. Understanding the ACA Individual Mandate The individual mandate is a cornerstone provision in the ACA that initially required most Americans to maintain some form of health insurance coverage. Officially termed the Individual Shared Responsibility Provision, this mandate was enacted with two primary objectives, to increase the number of Americans with health insurance and to control the spiraling costs of healthcare in the country. The Rationale Behind the Individual Mandate The ACA individual mandate was designed with a specific economic logic. By requiring all individuals to have health insurance, the risk pool would include both healthy and sick individuals. This broader risk pool would help balance out healthcare costs, making insurance more affordable for everyone. The mandate aimed to create a more sustainable healthcare system by reducing the number of uninsured people who use emergency services as their primary healthcare, which is significantly more expensive. Financial Implications of the Individual Mandate Originally, failure to comply with the individual mandate resulted in a financial penalty. This penalty was calculated based on either a percentage of the household's income or a flat dollar amount, whichever was greater. The idea was to make the cost of non-compliance financially uncomfortable enough to encourage people to enroll in health insurance plans. The Complexity and Controversy While the mandate aimed to make healthcare more accessible and affordable, it also raised ethical and legal questions about the extent to which the government could require individuals to purchase a product. Critics argued that the mandate was an overreach of federal power and infringed upon individual liberties. The Current Status of the Individual Mandate Although the federal penalty for not having health insurance was eliminated in 2019, the individual mandate itself has not been entirely eradicated. Some states have implemented their own versions of the mandate, complete with state-level penalties for non-compliance. Therefore, the impact of the individual mandate on your life can vary significantly depending on your state of residence. 2. Financial Penalty, The Cost of Non-Compliance One of the most critical aspects of the individual mandate was the financial penalty imposed for non-compliance. Initially, if you did not have a qualifying health insurance plan, you would face a financial penalty when filing your taxes. This penalty was designed to serve as a financial disincentive, encouraging Americans to comply with the mandate and obtain health insurance coverage. How was the penalty calculated? 
The financial penalty was calculated based on either a percentage of your household income or a flat dollar amount, whichever was greater. For example, in 2014, the penalty was 1% of household income or $95 per person, whichever was higher. These penalties increased over time, making the cost of non-compliance progressively more burdensome. Why was the penalty controversial? The financial penalty was a point of significant contention for many Americans. Critics argued that the penalty was unfair and punitive, particularly for those who could not afford health insurance in the first place. On the other hand, proponents believed that the penalty was necessary to ensure a broad and balanced risk pool, which is essential for controlling healthcare costs. The Elimination of the Federal Penalty In 2017, Congress voted to eliminate the federal penalty, effective starting in 2019. This move essentially defanged the individual mandate at the federal level, as there was no longer a financial consequence for not having health insurance. However, it's crucial to note that some states have implemented their own individual mandates, complete with state-level financial penalties for noncompliance. State-Level Penalties if you reside in states like California, Massachusetts, or New Jersey, you may still face a state-imposed financial penalty for not having health insurance. These penalties vary by state and are designed to encourage residents to maintain health insurance coverage, thereby supporting the state's healthcare system. 3. State-Specific Mandates – The New Landscape of the Individual Mandate even though the federal penalty was abolished, the concept of the individual mandate has found new life at the state level. Several states have enacted their own versions of the mandate, complete with state-specific financial penalties for those who go without health insurance. This development has created a patchwork of regulations that vary from state to state, making it crucial for residents to understand their specific obligations. States with their own individual mandates as of now, states like California, Massachusetts, New Jersey, Rhode Island, and the District of Columbia have implemented their own individual health insurance mandates. These states have various penalties for noncompliance, often modeled after the original ACA structure but tailored to each state's unique healthcare landscape. How are state penalties calculated? Each state with its own mandate has a unique formula for calculating penalties. For example, in California, the penalty is the greater of $800 per adult and $400 per child or 2.5% of the household income that exceeds the state's filing threshold. Understanding these state-specific calculations is essential for residents to avoid unexpected financial burdens. Why do states implement their own mandates? States choose to implement their own mandates for a variety of reasons, but the primary goal is often the same as the original ACA mandate, to increase the number of insured residents and control healthcare costs. By maintaining a balanced risk pool, states aim to keep insurance premiums manageable for all residents. The importance of staying informed. Given the evolving landscape of state-specific mandates, it's crucial to stay updated on your state's healthcare regulations. Failure to do so could result in financial penalties and also leave you vulnerable to high medical costs in the event of an emergency. 4. Public Opinion The individual mandate has been one of the most polarizing aspects of the ACA, eliciting strong opinions from both supporters and critics. 
This division in public opinion has had a significant impact on the policy's evolution and implementation, making it a focal point in broader healthcare debates. The Supporters' Perspective Proponents of the individual mandate argue that it serves a critical function in balancing the healthcare system's risk pool. By requiring all individuals, particularly the young and healthy, to have insurance, the mandate aims to offset the costs incurred by older and sicker individuals. Supporters often point to the mandate as a necessary tool for achieving the ACA's broader goals of increased coverage and cost control. The Critics' Perspective On the other side, critics argue that the individual mandate is an overreach of government power and infringes on individual liberties. Many believe that people should have the freedom to choose whether or not to purchase health insurance without facing financial penalties. This perspective gained traction and was a significant factor in the elimination of the federal penalty in 2017. Public Opinion Data Public opinion on the individual mandate has been closely monitored through surveys and studies. For instance, a 2017 report by the Urban Institute's Health Policy Center found that 39.3% of adults aged 18 to 64 wanted to repeal the individual mandate, compared to 29.6% who wanted to keep it, and 30.5% who were undecided. This data underscores the divisive nature of the mandate in the public's eye. The Role of Public Opinion in Policy Changes the divided public opinion has had a tangible impact on policy. The unpopularity of the mandate, particularly among Republicans, was a driving force behind its repeal at the federal level. However, in states that have implemented their own mandates, public opinion often leans more favorably towards keeping the provision, reflecting regional variations in political and healthcare beliefs. 5. Employer versus Individual Mandate while the individual mandate has garnered significant attention, it's crucial to differentiate it from another key provision of the ACA, the employer mandate. Both mandates aim to increase the number of insured Americans and control healthcare costs, but they target different groups and have distinct requirements and penalties. Who is affected? The individual mandate focuses on individual citizens and their dependents, requiring them to have health insurance or face financial penalties, at least until the federal penalty was repealed. On the other hand, the employer mandate targets businesses, specifically those with 50 or more full-time employees. These businesses are required to offer health insurance to their employees or face their own set of financial penalties. Financial Implications while the individual mandate had a financial penalty based on household income or a flat rate, the employer mandate has a different penalty structure. Employers could face a penalty if at least one of their full-time employees receives a premium tax credit when buying individual health coverage through an ACA marketplace. The penalties can be substantial, often amounting to thousands of dollars per employee. Compliance Requirements for individuals, compliance with the mandate generally involves purchasing a qualifying health insurance plan. For employers, compliance is more complex, involving not just offering insurance, but also ensuring that the insurance meets ACA standards for affordability and minimum essential coverage. Policy Goals Both mandates aim to increase insurance coverage and stabilize healthcare costs, but they do so through different mechanisms. 
The individual mandate seeks to create a balanced risk pool by encouraging all individuals to get insured. The employer mandate aims to leverage the collective bargaining power of employees to negotiate better insurance rates, thereby making coverage more affordable and accessible. Public Opinion and Controversy While the individual mandate has been more controversial in terms of public opinion, the employer mandate has also faced its share of criticism. However, it has generally been less polarizing than the individual mandate, perhaps because the onus of compliance is on businesses rather than individual citizens. Closing Summary of Key Points We've navigated through the complex landscape of the individual mandate, a pivotal element of the Affordable Care Act, also known as Obamacare. From its initial goals and financial penalties to the evolving state-specific mandates and the public's divided opinion, we've touched on the multifaceted aspects that make this provision a cornerstone in American healthcare. We also differentiated it from the employer mandate, another significant component aimed at broadening coverage and controlling costs. If you're keen to understand how Obamacare's intricate provisions could impact you or your business, TMT Insurance is here to guide you. Specializing in both individual and business healthcare coverage, we aim to help you make the most informed decisions possible. Stay tuned for more invaluable insights into Obamacare and other healthcare topics that could significantly affect your life and financial well-being. Well, that wraps up another episode of TMT Insurance Talks. A big thank you to our expert guests for their invaluable input on the individual mandate and its implications for all of us. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing, rating, and leaving a review. We truly appreciate your support. I'm Sarah, signing off. Until next time, stay insured and stay informed.